I might be coming up with stuff on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Hi, Todd. Hey, Nick. How are you? I'm good, thanks. A little bit tired. Man, long time no see. No, no talk. <laughs> Indeed. A lot has been going on. What are you drinking? Oh, uh, today I just have a pretty simple black coffee. Nothing too special. I'm at the office today, so... A semi-office coffee. I say semi because it's the same thing we have at home. <laughs> hey, what is that? You have a strawberry and rhubarb... Yeah, it's a tea. Hot or cold brew tea. That's right. That sounds yummy. Yes, it's actually <laughs> it's actually delicious. I do cheat. I um, I put some uh, manuka honey in it as well. Yeah, and yeah, because I have I have a rough voice today, so um, I've been sweetening it up with <laughs> with herbal tea. <laughs> have you been uh, whipping the the troops at work? No, <laughs> nothing like that. No, I. Uh, oh well, that's good. There's been a lot going on, and yeah, I think my body's falling apart. <laughs> well, you know, we're not as young as we used to be. No one needs to know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So we're going to have a short show today? Yeah, a little bit shorter. Let's see how we go. So we had, um, I'm going to start with some follow-up. We had a Kotlin Everywhere event, and I can't recall, maybe just over 60 people turned up. And uh, it was actually good fun. Um, I think two of the talks had nothing to do with Android development, and that was really neat. Um, I'm not sure if the talks will be published or not just yet, but um, if they are, I'll uh, I'll let everyone know. Yeah, so that was that was two weeks ago, and then last week I was away for five days. So yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, catching up, huh? Went to um, Melbourne to a conference. It's called Dev World, mm-hmm. and I uh, I gave a talk on on the first day on the Monday. And I was so nervous. Oh my goodness! Um, it was super strange because I felt like an imposter because um, really? the talk was yeah. The t- it's not you. <laughs> you you get it in a second. So I spoke about cultural identity. And so the conference is in Australia. I come from New Zealand, but I come from Romania. And the, but I was speaking about right. Tereo Maori. <laughs> 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 so um, there was a lot going on. If if somebody was trying to figure out what's what and um, in what capacity I was speaking, um, it's possible they would have ended up with a headache. Uh, um, I think overall the talk was pretty well received. Um, either people are polite or uh, my critics uh, decided not to share their opinions. But um, yeah, it was. I was super nervous, but in the end I was very pleased that I did it very far outside my comfort zone, like mm-hmm. super far. And uh, yeah, it was good. It looked, uh, I saw some, some things on Twitter. It looked like they had a good audience. And, yeah. Uh, looks like you had a, a good time there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, like it's hard to tell because we live in these e- uh, eco chambers or eco, like, like 
eco like bubbles. Right. You know, like we surround ourselves with people who are quite like minded. So then, you know, when I speak about hey, it's important to acknowledge diversity, people are, yeah, it's important to acknowledge diversity. Yeah. <laughs> but I imagine if I uh, <laughs> you, if I I don't want to get ourselves in trouble, but do you ever do that? And then sometimes like you look around and you're like we're not doing a very good job, even mm. though we talk about this all the time. Yeah. 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 And which is... It's, it's tough, you know? It's, it's... Yeah. Which is kind of what my talk was about. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it will be published on YouTube. I have to I have to see it first and then I'm sure I'm mm -hmm. going to approve well, it. So and they did a video? Yeah, they had like professional, awesome. pretty awesome recording stuff. So uh, you'll get to see me choke and almost cry a couple of times. <laughs> but yeah, it should be, it should be fine. I think. Oh, I definitely want to watch that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, maybe we do a follow up on the follow up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I I care a lot. Oh, so uh... right now, right now in New Zealand, um, we are observing Maori Language Week, mm -hmm. and. For like three years, we've we've been doing a lot of work in this space, but just just you know iterating and iterating and iterating. So a lot of very small things that over like three years amount to something. And uh, um, quite, I mean, I'm quite proud to say that on Monday, Apple uh, featured us again in the App Store in a in a Maori language week kind of category. So that was really awesome. Um, but yeah. Can you explain real quick for our mm. non non New Zealand people what Maori is? Yeah, sure. Um <laughs> You see this is what I mean by being an imposter, uh -oh. right? So <laughs> I've I've only been in New Zealand for fifteen years, so I have no right or no authority really on the subject. But I'll tell you what I know. So um New Zealand is a relative relatively young country. Um, yeah, much younger than the United States, um, like just 250 years of history or so. And that's because that's when, you know, the white folk European colonizers kind of started tracking events. But when they arrived, there was already an, a population in New Zealand, uh, a Maori population. And um, these folks um, arrived on the, I don't know if you've seen Moana, yeah. the oh, movie yeah. okay so that's how like, they arrived I don't know it's two days ago <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in rotation there we go it should be fresh for you then so this is how yeah. they arrived um, um, they were on wakas which are like some boats that they rode mm -hmm. and they came from um, the Pacific Islands further to the north all the way to uh, here in New Zealand and they basically um, um, colonized New Zealand but then, you know, the white folks arrived and unlike some other parts of the world, it was, a, let's say, a relatively peaceful arrangement. We call it the Treaty of Waitangi. There's been a conflict or two, of course, like even military ones, but um, nothing like, you know, I don't want to give country names. <laughs> I don't want to upset anybody. But unlike other parts of the world, uh, it's been fairly all right. And... Um, as far as I'm concerned, like I, I wanted to be fully assimilated in New Zealand, both myself mm. and the rest of my family. We want to be 
New Zealanders. And for that to be possible, I feel like I have to embrace New Zealand's past and its culture, and that includes Te Reo Māori. So New Zealand is lucky to have three official languages, English, Te Reo Māori, um, and sign language. So my kids are learning Te Reo alongside yeah. English and alongside Romanian and stuff. So it's, That's great. Yeah, so that's kind of a, a compressed version of <laughs> what and why. Yeah. Cool. Mm. It's been a All right. what three weeks? Lots of events. Lots of things happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like tech and non-tech, it's just been jam-packed, at least for me, <laughs> and, and I know it has been for you. Yes. Um, so, Willie, uh, I don't know. Let's let's dive into a couple of tech topics real quick. Let's let's do ours, and uh, then we you know we can wrap up with our normal personal kid stuff. Yeah, which we're not being very agile here, Todd. All the feedback we get, <laughs> all the feedback we get, all the, sorry, positive feedback we get is on our kids segment. Like that's what everyone tells me they want to listen yeah. more of. Yeah. But yeah. then we all insist right. on, <laughs> we, I mean, insist on doing our own thing. And I think we should, like we're doing this to have fun. So let's start with yeah. our tech segment. Yeah. Yeah, so I found this, um, well, this was, I don't know, maybe a week ago now. Uh, I found this this article um, in, you know, recent headlines, The this uh, Google Project Zero uh, found some vulnerabilities um, in iPhone. So there was, uh, I think the, the short of it, and uh, you can you can correct me if I'm wrong, the short of it is, is there's this uh, series of um, exploits that can be run if you go to a bad website on an iPhone and then uh, it, it'll give the, um, the attacker, you know, full access to an iPhone. So um, I, at this time, I also learned about Google Project Zero, which I thought was pretty cool. And that's their, um, like their, their hacking group, <laughs> I guess. Um, so it was, it was pretty neat to learn about that. Um, obviously, you know, we'll put the, the link in the show notes and everything, but, um, which is going to be at keepintouch.fm slash eight, right? Episode eight. Um, so, so yeah. And then, uh, I see you added to our notes here, this little piece about Apple firing back. And, uh, I did not see that. Yeah. So here's the other side of the coin. <laughs> so the, um, article you read refers to an event from more than six months ago. And um, you can see why Apple is a bit frustrated because <laughs> they were given like a week to patch and fix the thing before Google published their findings. Which Apple, is not normal. No, it's not that what is, Project Zero normally does. Well, even just the community, right? From yeah. my understanding, there's usually maybe like a 90-day. Like there's usually a pretty good buffer, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't think there's any laws, but it's kind of a, you know, out of a respect or out of a you know, industry standards that there's a little bit of a buffer that you give companies some time to fix these things before you, you tell everybody. And yeah, a week is not, not very much time. You know, people perform at their best <laughs> under pressure, right? Well, maybe. <laughs> Deadline exists for a reason. Um, now, the interesting stuff is that um, Apple did publish a fix on day six. 
So they had a day to spare. I don't know what they did with all that extra time. But they QA. published they published a fix and you know life moved on. They stopped signing the broken versions, whatever. But the, the there's a few interesting aspects that BBC covered quite well in an article. Again, we'll put it in the show notes, keep in touch the film slash eight. Um the first one that caught my eye is that um this exploit was not a wide exploit. So you and I, for example, are not likely to um, be at risk or we wouldn't have been at risk because um, what the um, journalists are reporting is that this attack attack was targeted at a uh, community of folks in China. Um, I believe they are called the Uyghur or Uyghur. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Um and also, interestingly, the exploits, the attack was not just against iOS devices. So Android users and similar exploits were kind of um, put in place for um, for basically every platform mm-hmm. that people, you know, used to browse the internet. Um, so Apple was like, hey, if you're going to talk about this and scare people, why don't you tell the entire story? Like this is a focused attack on a community of people on all channels possible, not mm-hmm. just iOS. And I don't know if it matters or not, really, because ultimately, you know, iOS had the flow. People were able to exploit it. Zero day attack. You know, you visit a page, takes over your phone. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not what we expect from our phones. But um, it was very interesting to see the big, the big guys fight in public. You know, mm-hmm. Google was like, "Hey, yeah. look what we did six months ago," and Apple were like, "Jerks!" <laughs> 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 Tell the whole story. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, pretty messy. Yeah, and then what? Well, Android ten came out. Speaking of Google, yeah, what's new, was, my friend? Uh, what's new? What? It's been a little over a week, I think. Yeah, it was last week, Tuesday, that uh, Android 10 came out uh, to Pixel devices. Um, so, yeah, since the the latest beta to the, the release, there was really really wasn't anything new. I'm trying to think of anything that I actually encountered. In the meantime, I will really yeah. miss dessert names. <laughs> I really will. I just thought it was so playful yeah. and so nice. And Well, they don't think about, like, you know, in the beginning, like, you're going to run out of letters. <laughs> you only have a certain yeah, number of over. releases. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, no, 10 is okay. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I wish they would do away with the numerous ways of identifying a particular version because there's, like, there was the, the dessert name, there was the number, there's like the API version, and it's just sometimes hard to to talk about or to remember the the correlation between you know nine pi twenty seven something like that so twenty eight I don't know um, but anyway yeah yeah ten is out uh, the late the the very last patch was really small it was like five megabytes on my phone it was really small. I just installed the WatchOS 6 update today. It was 1.3 gigs. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow. On a watch. Yeah. That's, That's a lot. To be fair, it's the WatchOS 6 <laughs> Goldmaster. So it's the final version before yeah. people get it. But still, 1.3 gigs. <laughs> but uh, but it's good. It's good. I, um, I've been on it, you know, since the very beginning of the, the 
you know, the preview. So I'm pretty used to it. The, uh, the gestures I've gotten really used to. A couple of the features that I really wanted are, uh, are being held back, it seems, for the Pixel 4 that that's going to come out. Um, there's the, the live caption. Do you remember that demo? I think we, we were in the amphitheater and uh, there's the live caption where any audio that is playing yeah. on your phone, they can do captions. And um, I thought that was really cool. And I was looking forward to being able to use that. So um, didn't come out with Android 10. Hopefully there's a, a patch uh, and that, that comes back to some of the Pixel devices once the Pixel 4 comes out. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. It's, Is your uh, primary phone a Pixel? Pixel 2. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, but I don't know. I, I'm debating if I want to get, I usually do every other phone, like every other version I upgrade. So I'm kind of debating if I want to upgrade to a Pixel 4 or not, because I mean, this Pixel 2 is, it's pretty rock solid still. Like I don't have, you know, knock on wood, I guess I don't have any issues. My battery life seems fine. Although I, I plug it in quite often, um, especially like in the car, I always plug it in. So it's charging, but, um, but yeah, so 10 trying to think of what else. I don't know. Try it if you can. (laughs) Yeah. I, I like it. I haven't had any problems. I've, I've used it a bit, mostly at the office and, uh, I'll also put it on my pistol. I think, um, I'm a little bit confused about you know the it's swipe back navigation stuff still like yeah. it catches me because i'm used to i'm used to safari on ios where each of the um h swipes does something else so swiping left or right, right does yeah. back in history and swiping, well, that does make more sense yeah right depending on which side yeah of the screen that you're swiping from if it's like yeah, a back goes, or a forward yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so it, it, it catches thing, I don't, me I learned something on the release day about the gesture. I don't remember if we talked about this last time, but like the the little bar at the bottom that yeah. replaces the home button, mm-hmm. you can you can swipe on just that bar, and yeah. it will go back to each um, each previous app, and it yeah. keeps you yeah. in order. So I didn't know about that previously. Yeah, so Pretty, uh, that's nice, found, that's how nice iOS feature. works too. Yeah, yeah. So. The yeah, there's also this. It's a very overloaded gesture. Still, I find that you know, bottom corners of the screen, home assistant. Oh, I haven't used it once, <laughs> not at all. I'm like, or, I thought we were supposed to just talk, right? Like it's always listening. Yeah. Or on the Pixel, you can squeeze. It has like the active edge, where you can squeeze the device. So I'm like, why do I need to swipe from the corner? I'm like. Yeah, I literally, I haven't, I used it, well, I I lied. I used it one time because I saw the little corner thing bouncing, like it gives mm-hmm. you a little indication. The and spotlight. I was like, oh, what's, like, yeah, I was like, what's this? And I, I swiped it and I was like, oh, assistant. And I've never used it again because I just talked to my phone. Like That's everyone else, we just yeah. wake up in the morning and to start it. talking yeah. to the phone. Like, hey, what's the weather today? Have you watched the movie Her yet? No. Well, I mean, this is the I second time far, it comes far, up. My internet is very limited, you know. <laughs> I do, yeah. which is why we've been delayed on the the pod, on recording a new new. Yeah, episode. sure. Let's blame you. Yeah, let's blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like back to the Stone Age of 
hotspots and metered. That's not what your Instagram says. I saw a nice shiny brown box on the side of your house. Yesterday when I got home. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they came and installed the fiber yesterday uh, to my house. So now I'm hoping that the internet company will call today to install it from the outside of my house to the inside of my house. There's one more hop to go, but I do have to say, and I'm, if anybody from this company is listening, it, it was this company, JLC in Michigan, and I got home and they did a fantastic job at my house because I could barely even tell that they dug up my yard and ran a wire and all the way to my house. Like, like I got home and I was like, why, why is that stuff like moved? Like, why is the basketball hoop not in the same spot? And like, then I, you know, I kind of looked around and I was like, what? I'm like, oh. Oh, they they put it in because I'm like the little flags, you know, were missing. And, and they hit time for they, a basketball see, like, game the cut too. In the ground, yeah, they were amazing. They cleaned up, like they did the best install job ever. Like, didn't even know they were there. So, I don't know. I was going to send them an email today, being like, Aww. "Thank you, this was amazing," because I don't know, you know, that could easily be a very dirty job, right? That they come through and cut up your yard and leave it in a mess. So. No, they did a fantastic job. There we go. You should leave some tips in the grass, you know, just in case they <laughs> well, <can>. I, <laughs> I'm guessing they'll never come back <laughs> until until somebody cuts the wire or something. But, mm. but anyway, yeah, so Apple Tuesday mm. had some some big announcements. That's right. Have you watched the keynote? I have not. I've been so busy. It's Awesome. In that, what yeah. have you heard? So what? So uh, you haven't watched the keynote. No, you've been busy. Apple yep. pushed their latest and greatest. What has reached you? What do you know? So I read a few headlines. Uh, sounds like there's a couple of new iPhones, uh, a new watch. Sounds like an iPad was released. That was not mm-hmm. expected. New iPad, um, and a couple of streaming services or subscription services for uh, what games and tv mm-hmm. i think that's all i heard you've basically heard oh. everything okay and then i read an article and then i heard you know i read an article that uh the marketing the genius marketing engine that is apple you know actually pulled the wool over people's eyes on that that iphone 11 price point is it's not actually a cheaper iphone it was the marketing like the name of it. Have you heard this? No, tell me, tell me. Oh, I think it was a Market Watch article, and talking about how the the just by branding it iPhone 11 instead of like XR or XS, Tenab, it is tenis, like yeah. it's like the lower end version of iPhone 11, and oh, yeah. they're advertising yeah. it at what 750 or 700. No, US? that's the thing. It used to be 750 US. It's now 699 US. Yeah, and they're like, oh, but it was actually not this massive savings because then they mm-hmm. kind of dug into the, the yeah, details yeah. of it. You're yeah, like, this so phone is comparable to this one and it's actually only, I think, $50 different. Correct. And not this 50 bucks. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, not so, 300 like everybody thinks it is. So it's, you know, important to pay attention to those details. <laughs> that's why marketing <laughs> exists. Yeah, so yeah, the 11 is really the 10R evolution. And it has mm-hmm. an LCD screen and some only two cameras or whatever. And the pro, so-called Pro, they are the 10s and 10s Max 
uh, iterations and they get an extra camera and whatever. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you heard everything. So yeah, but I mean, I like to, speaking... I'm, I'll watch the keynote. I like to watch them. You know, I like the they the presentation of it. I didn't watch the entire keynote. I just couldn't. It, some stuff was cringy, if you ask me. Like I don't. They, they had like four cringy. game demos. Four oh, game demos. Yeah. Sometimes the the demos, you're like, okay, move on. Like, yeah. The um, there were some really good videos too, though. They um, their intro one is particularly good, and there was one they recorded with uh, some of their customers. Uh, they were really using FaceTime. Like we are right now, but they recorded the screen, uh, like customer testimonials on how Apple Watch made their life better or easier or mm. whatever. And it's, or not just Apple Watch, I suppose. And it's, you can tell it's genuine. Like you can see those people are not actors and it just feels real, which, you know, mm. kudos to them for managing to, to put it together. But the, um, the question I had for you, because, you know, you talked about the marketing <laughs> machine. <laughs> the oh. new top of top of the line iPhones, they're called Pro. Oh, yeah. What, what makes a phone a Pro phone? Oh. The person who had the authority to name it Pro. <laughs> Phil Schiller. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, really, Pro has started to lose its meaning in my eye, like many years ago, when so many consumer devices start to be Pro or Plus, you know. Um, or, or Max. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What does unlimited mean, right? Like, we have this whole weird unlimited thing with with phone carriers in the U.S. So... It's Even with the uncarriers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unlimited, you know, up to 10 gigabytes. And you're like, but that doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> you're using the word wrong. So anyway, it's, yeah. I don't know. I think it makes people, I don't know, a little bit happier in their day, right? Oh, pro, like a, a little bit more special, a little bit more elite, but... There was one feature I saw in the new iPhone that I was like, mm, okay, I'll give you that. That's pro. Which was the ability to record multiple video streams at once. Excuse me. So um, like front you and back could um, re- yeah, front and back as well as multiple of the back camera. So you can uh-huh. use like a wide and a super ultra, ultra wide yeah. camera at the same time. Huh. So that could be interesting interesting for amateur yeah. videos exactly or say you're at a concert and you're videoing something you can see the crowd behind you as well as uh, the folks in front of you or the artist in front so that's that's an interesting kind of feature um they did really um um insist quite a bit on that they had a, a crew come on stage and do a oh, demo cool. and that was really or sorry maybe there was a video or both <laughs> what do you think about the um, plethora of cameras well it, it looks funny it looks funny 
and there's leak. Last night there was a bunch of leaks of the Pixel Four. I mean, a leak I mean, to from be fair, Google. Google published the leaks themselves like a month <laughs> yeah, ago on their Instagram. Well, yeah. no, no, there was new new in- images last night on like the Google uh, Devices Instagram okay. where they were like, "Hey, look at this," and you're like, "That thing's cool," and it's super ugly, and so is the iPhone. Like, <laughs> just why don't you just make the entire back a camera? Like, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Gillette ugly. should sue them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His two blades, three, five, you know? Three, it's crazy. It's like... There has to be an article on The Onion about having three cameras, surely. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The next will obviously be four, because then it'll balance out, right? Then it'll be... You can fit four in the same spot. It's just... We've lost sight. Like I was talking about last time, right? We've lost sight. Like, what is this thing in our pocket, you know? Mm. Absolutely. If you really want, like, a certain level of photo, like, you know, the the, the adage is that the the best camera is the one that you have with you. However, if you're doing, you know, professional level, maybe things that, like, it's your day job, like, are you really going to use a phone as your tool or are you going to buy something from Canon or Nikon? And have like an actual pro level tool, right? For your day to day job, this is the thing that's making you money. You know, it's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I guess if that were my job taking pictures all day, I probably wouldn't pick a phone <laughs> to be my tool. I, I don't disagree with what you say. I just wonder if the more capability these devices have, the more likely somebody might discover a passion for, say, videography or photography or something like that because they can all of a yeah. sudden do more, maybe. Okay, um, sure. So it could be that. But, but like then... you, don't, you don't develop, you don't do programming on a tablet, right? Because it's, I mean, you can and that's great, but like your day-to-day, you know, that you spend all these hours at the office and you're, you're typing and you're, you're developing apps, like you use a full-fledged computer, for that because that's the right tool <laughs> okay now i believe you yes we are old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> computers eh? <laughs> well you know like a laptop a desktop like a full-fledged operating system you know that has every Drag and drop. <laughs> right click <laughs> yeah yeah i was like based on what they announced, I was surprised to see that they were quite reasonable in pricing. Like the baseline iPhone yeah. is now cheaper than it's ever been. They kept around an Apple Watch that's less than two hundred US dollars now. I suspect mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge hit around Christmas. Yeah, yeah, uh, especially with like parents, grandparents, and whatnot. Um, yeah, I wish it would work with Android because the the Android like Google solution just does not exist. <laughs> You know, like I wish you worked with iPad. Where, where OS is just like it's a joke. Like the whole, you know, the whole watch solution from Google is just non-existent. I mean, there's a couple of manufacturers and devices, but it just does not compare at all to an Apple Watch. And I wish you know the Apple Watch was full fledged on. And they keep devices. pushing. It'd they keep nice. pushing with it. Like they've just added um, a compass to it. It looks quite mm-hmm. neat, like you can find your way in the forest type thing. Um, yeah. And it has like elevation and all kinds of uh, metrics on it. And they've come also... in handy when I was trying to tune my my antenna on the top of my house. 
You see? You and see? I'm trying to hold my phone and not fall off the roof and move the antenna. Maybe you should wait for <laughs> Apple Watch Pro. Uh, yeah. They also had it um, like an always-on display, but unlike the ones you've seen before, this one is like color and stuff, and it's really yeah. just dimming out. It's the f- they talked about how this is the first display of its kind where it, the screen refreshes once a minute rather than 60 uh, times. A, or once a second? Second. Yeah, I think it's second. second. Yeah. I like the always-on. That's nice. You know, always-on display. That's cool. Yeah, it will make every other Apple Watch feel old. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't have any intentions of upgrading um, famous last Man, word. I saw some of the upper limit on those. Like, you can spend over 1000 on a watch. Is that right? I think it was over 1000 Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's just, like... A lot of money. <laughs> That's right. But, but I guess, I don't know. I, I've never really been a big watch guy. But, you know, you can go to a fancy watch store and you can spend thousands, right? Like many thousands on a fancy watch that only does a single thing telling yeah, you Yeah, but that will last <laughs> several fashion, generations. Yeah, that's true. And the Apple Watch lasts two years because then the battery explodes. Or doesn't explode. It just swells. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the number of upgrades becomes unusable at a certain point. Yeah. All right, we yeah. should... Uh, keep going. Keep going. Bit, yeah, yeah, we were going to try to keep it short. <laughs> That's right. Um, you you moved into your new house. Yeah, the move is done. So we moved, I think it was about three weeks ago. So, yeah, we moved. We were in the house for about a week without the kids. The kids went... Uh, up to my parents' house while we moved. So that was actually really nice because we got to to set up the house, like maybe 80 or 90%. Got the house, you know, unpacked. They got their rooms all set up and toys in the basement and all that good stuff. Um, and then we picked them up on the weekend and came home. And uh, I took that week off of work for a little vacation. So I was home, home with them for that week. So that was pretty cool. We uh, explored and walked around our property, and I cut the grass. It took like two hours. <laughs> Did I tell you that? <laughs> oh my no. Gosh. It's huge. I got to get a new mower. <laughs> it took me two hours to cut the grass. You know, I was yeah. joking. I'm sorry. I wasn't joking. Oh. Ride on mower. Right. No, I, I need one now. But yeah. it's, I mean, we're going into fall and winter, and I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. Do I want to buy one? And then I got to store it, or do I want to wait? So. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah, we moved. That's done. So now we're desperately trying to get rid of our other house. We, uh, if somebody's listening and they want, yeah. uh, did you look after it, Todd? Did you take good care of it? Oh, yeah. There yeah, we go. It was, no, it was great. Sounds yeah. like a no brainer. I, I, I built a new deck and we remodeled the bathroom and new carpet. And, and then stand yeah, you have like the best French drains in. In the French region. Yeah, 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 it's a great, great house. So hopefully that'll sell sell soon, very soon. So now we're finally, you know, back to school and trying to get into a routine, figure out the day-to-day, you know, schedule of the kids. So awesome. Feels good. Feels good to be in the house. Well, speaking of the kids, um, there's something I've been meaning to ask you for a while, which is how do you go 
about introducing current affairs, news, stuff like that to children. So before you answer, when I was in Melbourne, I um, I took the liberty of interviewing a bunch of people and just asking them the same question. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll see how we can um, edit the show and... Um, and chuck in their uh, their thoughts because I thought they were quite insightful and those people were very generous with their time and uh, yeah I'll see how we can uh, kind of share their thoughts with the rest of our listeners. So how do you mm. how do you introduce your own kids to uh, to news? What's what thoughts do you have on this? Uh, yeah, we are. Well, I watch the news. Uh, Pretty much every day, you know, we have it on, on in the background, kind of before dinner time, um, or after dinner, depending on on the time. But um, is that like really, a local channel, like broadcast TV? Just like the broadcast, yeah, like the national national news broadcast. Um, but you know, they don't sit there and watch, but I'm sure they pick up stuff. So um, you know, I guess overall, we're we're truthful, but um, because they're so young, we kind of shield them from some of the like the the bad things i guess you know like the oh you know we have these mass shootings all the time so you know they they haven't really picked up on it yet they've they've kind of asked some questions but you know we we more or less like i guess uh brush the topic like oh you know well some people are you know sick and and they hurt people and you know they don't know what they're doing and so we kind of be truthful, but also not, you know, completely transparent about it because I think they're too young to understand, um, too young to like know what that means. Um, but, but yeah, you know, they, they know that I, I like to watch the news, that I think it's important to like know what's happening in our community and in our, our country. Um, you know, so they definitely know about it. Do you think when they spend time with, the grandparents or at school or somewhere else, they might be exposed to um, different types of news or are you concerned about them coming in contact with stuff like that? Um, I am concerned, but I don't think it's really happened yet. Uh, I think our, you know, both sides of our family are pretty good about you know, keeping things appropriate, right, for the age level. Um, See, I haven't really, like, we haven't heard anything, like, when they come back from the grandparents' house. Like, you know, we (laughs) haven't heard (laughs) anything different. Uh, So it kind of makes me think that they, you know, that that's not happening, you know, when we're we're not around. Um, But, but yeah, school, right, is interesting because it is, like, the, probably the place they get the most exposure to different ideas um but you know that being said all the way back to the beginning you know the the diversity and identity you know we live in a place that's pretty much everybody's the same i would say so that's you know kind of hard to get um points of view or or topics that are like way out of line that just doesn't really happen in our our circle i guess which is not good you know, that's that's not not good. You don't want to be all the same, right? Yeah, traveling is good for kind of uh, well for creating some 
or introducing yeah. diversity in their yeah. lives maybe yeah you know it was it was funny it was maybe tuesday or wednesday i was uh driving ellie and henry um to the daycare and to school and uh, ellie was she's like what are those lines in the sky like we're driving down the road what are these lines and i was like what and it's like the lines that are going across the road and i was like oh those are the power lines And she's like, power lines, what are those? And I was like, oh, you know, like, turns the lights on, you can plug your clock in and, you know, all that stuff, the little outlet on the wall. And I was explaining to her what all that is. She's like, kind of like the internet. And I was like, um, kind of, you know, <laughs> like wires that come to our house. And she was like, does everybody have that? And I was like, well, I was like, around here, like most people have power, but there's a lot of places where people don't. And, you know, you could see that she was like totally perplexed. She was like, well, what do you mean? You know, I, I could see like the gears turning where she's like, what do you mean some people don't have power? And I was like, there's some places where they just, they don't have it, you know? And so I guess like introducing, right, stuff to kids like that, where hmm. the ideas for us, it's completely normal. You know, I'm surprised she even saw the power lines overhead. And, uh, you know, now she kind of realizes that there's places where people don't have that. You know, it's not common. I wonder how she will react in, let's say, a high-density city type thing where there's all these buildings but no power lines. So <laughs> where's yeah. the power coming from? Right, right. Now I'm yeah. worried for her. Like, oh, my God, is she going to be okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she's... She's... Uh, she's in good hands. Yeah. She's in good, she's the middle kid and I don't know, it's like the Jekyll and Hyde, right? Like sometimes she's the sweetest, nicest kid. And then other times it's like, who are you? Like, holy cow. <laughs> like, <laughs> where did my kid go? Like she just, I don't know. It's the attention thing. I think being middle kid. So mm, yeah, it's understandable. Right, anyway, we, uh, we kept this one real short. <laughs> yeah. We're coming up on. An hour here, so oh my goodness, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, I know. Cool. So um, maybe until the next episode, people may want to keep in touch with us. Uh, so they should just follow our Twitter account at Keep In Touch FM, and they can follow you on Twitter at Todd the Land with three Ds. That's right, and uh, they can follow you on Twitter uh, at Nick TMRO. So until next time. Keep in touch.